Whether you are joining us online or here in the sanctuary, welcome to First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. We are a spiritual community dedicated to a free and responsible search for truth, meaning, and beauty. I'm Reverend Chris Jimerson. I am co-lead minister here at the church. I'm six foot, light brown hair, middle-aged. My pronouns are he, he, him. It's a joy to be with you today. Today is a very special service as we lift up our whole lives, our OWL program that we offer here at the church. OWL is a nationally renowned, age-appropriate sexuality education program rooted in our religious values of equity, justice, compassion, courage, community, and inherent worth and dignity. OWL is a vital part of our Unitarian Universalist faith. We believe that honest learning about this vital aspect of being human is key to the development of all persons from kindergarten age to older adults. We come from a long tradition of seeing a spark of the divine in every person, and it's in that tradition that I invite you to greet the holy among us, either in the comments online or by turning to those around you this morning. Good morning. (laughs) I'm Angela Smith. I'm four foot 11, white haired and young at heart. No way am I going to say I'm an old lady. (laughs) My pronouns are she, her, and I'm honored to be your lay leader this morning. This is a very special Sunday because it's the first after the installation of Reverend Chris as our settled minister. I believe that's cause to rejoice. Would you join me now in reading the words for the lighting of the chalice? This is the flame we hold in our hearts as we strive for justice for everyone. This is the light we shine upon systems of oppression until they are no more. This is the warmth we share with one another as our struggle becomes our salvation. Our opening words are by Elizabeth Canfield from Al Facilitator Training. You may find parts of this sexy, so try to contain your excitement. (laughs) I've often wondered what it would be like if we taught young people swimming in the same way we teach sexuality. If we told them that swimming was an important adult activity, one they will all have to be skilled at when they grow up, but we never talked with them about it. We never showed them the pool. We just allowed them to stand outside closed doors and listen to all the splashing. Occasionally, they might catch a glimpse of partially clothed people going in and out the door to the pool. And maybe they'd find a hidden book on the art of swimming. (laughs) But when they asked a question about how swimming felt or what it was about, they would be greeted with blank and embarrassed looks. Suddenly, when they turned 18, we would fling open the doors to the pool and they would jump in. (laughs) Miraculously, 
Some might learn to tread water, but many would drown. One of the things that binds First UU together as a religious community is that we have a common religious purpose. That purpose for this church is our mission. We emblazoned it on our wall, the congregation wrote it together, and we say it together every Sunday. Let's do so now. Together, we nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice to build the beloved community.
Our reading comes from the Unitarian Universalist Association and the United Church Board of Homeland Ministries Advocacy Manual for Sexuality, Education, Health, and Justice, Resources for Communities of Faith. It is our religious heritages that compel and guide us to create a safe environment within which people can come to understand and respond to the challenges facing them as sexual beings. We are grounded as faith communities in a common and continuing promotion of justice for all people. We affirm the dignity of the individual, the importance of personal responsibility, and the essential interdependence of all people. We believe that humans seek meaning in life and organize into religious communities to pursue meaning as a common endeavor. We believe that sexuality can enrich life and is thus an essential concern of religious communities. We recognize that people can encounter this spiritual through sexual expression. Therefore, we believe the religious community must take an active role in the promotion of education and justice in human sexuality. To accomplish this, religious communities must engage in a wide range of activities and address the whole person through worshiping, nurturing, educating, supporting, challenging, advocating, confronting, forgiving, and healing. This is the time in our service when we center ourselves together. We breathe together, and breathing together, breathing in, breathing out, we sense one another's loving presence, even across virtual space. We follow our breath into a deeper place inside place of greater wisdom, that place where a spark of the divine resides within each of us. And breathing together, we enter into a time of sacred silence together, remembering that we also hold sacred human sounds, including those of small children. Breathing in, breathing out. Let us now enter into that time of sacred silence together. I invite you now to light candles if you are so moved. Candles representing sorrow joy, hope, remembrance, resilience, whatever may be on your heart at this time. As we light candles, I invite you to keep in your mind and heart members of our community who are ill or in sorrow and those who are celebrating joys. Holding these in our hearts, now let us enter into this meditative time of lighting candles holding the meditative silence 
when our music comes to a close. Now we light one last candle for all those for whom there is no one to light a candle.
This morning, I invited some folks involved with our OWL program, including some people who have participated in it, to speak with us this morning about what it has meant to them and what it means in the life of this church. Well, our OWL coordinator, Kenzie Shackelford, had a family affair she had to be at this morning, so she couldn't be with us, but she has sent us a video that includes Kenzie and a couple of guest stars that will talk about their experience with OWL. Hi there. My name is Kenzie. I use she, her pronouns. I am a white woman with dark blonde hair. Um, rainbow earrings, and a striped shirt. Um, and I am First CU Austin's OWL coordinator. I was first introduced to OWL whenever I began working here at the church, and I was soon um, trained to be a facilitator for grades K-12. through Last spring, I taught a class of kindergartners and first graders, whom you will hear from in a moment. And I am currently one of four fabulous facilitators for the fifth and sixth grade OWL class. I love teaching OWL because it fights shame and stigma. Shame of our bodies, shame of our families, shame of who we love and how we identify. Liz Jones, who is the former director of religious education at First U San Diego says it best. By honestly and openly addressing sexuality in appropriate ways, we are honoring them as whole people. We acknowledge their worth and dignity. Through offering our sexuality program, we not only honor each individual, but through knowledge, we can help each other along the path to respecting and honoring those who are different from ourselves. I believe this work changes lives. I believe the kind of education and open conversations about sexuality and right relationships with one another. The kind that happens in OWL. The kinds of conversations that happen in OWL lead to a better quality of life. But don't just listen to me. Listen to the kids who have gone through the OWL program themselves. Thank you for your time today. Teach us Al real quick. So, these are kids. And they want to go to Owl. They don't know anything about Owl. We would have to show them, tell them, and give them an idea of what it's like. Yeah. What do you remember about OWL class? I remember that we talked about our bodies a lot. What about our bodies? We talked about how babies are made. How babies are made. And our private parts. It's meant for questions. Would you, what would you say if somebody said, oh, I don't want to take OWL that <laughs> Uh, that, that there's so many secrets to unfurl. 
and we don't even know a lot about Dora how do they do the sperms and eggs and legs like ah, I'm dancing. <laughs> And now I'd like to invite up Amanda and Isaac to share with us some more. Hi, I'm Amanda Ray, she, her. I'm a middle-aged, fat, white woman with short brown hair and colorful apparel. And this is my oldest kiddo, Isaac. I'm an owl facilitator trained in all levels from kindergarten to older adult. Uh, though I've only had the opportunity to work with the youth levels. I first heard about OWL about 10 years ago, and I was so intrigued that there was a church program about sexuality. There certainly wasn't anything like that at my church growing up. So when I looked into the OWL program, I was delighted to find that it was way more comprehensive than I could have imagined. I saw a future where my then four- and six-year-olds could have a healthier and more well-rounded education about sexuality than I did. I wanted to help our church continue to offer the OWL program, so I signed up to be a facilitator. I was scared. I was wondering, do I need to have a certain credential, or am I going to have to share about my own sexuality? But as it turns out, I didn't need to be an expert I just needed to attend the three-day training and have a curious, open mind. As facilitators, we don't share our personal experiences, and we don't lecture the kids. We provide factual information from the workbook, and then we lead activities that help the participants incorporate that information into their lives. This kind of comprehensive education about sexuality, relationships, boundaries, and the media portrayal of all of these things isn't easy to come by in our communities outside of the UU churches. And what our kids do absorb from the world can be false and even make them feel ashamed. Providing access to accurate information transforms the lives of everyone involved. 
I've gotten to observe the young people in these OWL groups. The teens in our church are really amazing people. They're open-minded and compassionate, and maybe that's because a lot of them have grown up in this congregation. Um, Now my kids have grown, and they're in the youth group. Um, Being an OWL facilitator helps me talk to them about sexuality and related topics. They come up sometimes when we're in the car or watching TV, but there are still some things that don't come up, like how IUDs work. Or maybe there are things that my kids don't want to talk to me about. (laughs) The OWL curriculum is well-rounded, and unlike me, it doesn't forget anything. (laughs) Plus, it lets my kids talk about these things with other trained adults. As facilitators, we do our very best to create a safe space for the participants to ask questions. That's one of the most important things about any education. We provide a question box in the room, and at the end of every workshop, all of the participants write at least something on a note card and put it in the box. This means that if someone actually has a question, feeling shy or singled out wouldn't prevent them from asking. And of course, we encourage everyone to ask during the workshop. And so um, if someone has a question that I don't know the answer to, it's totally fine for me to say, I'm not sure, but I can find out. Put that in the question box. And then my co-facilitators and I can bring them an answer at the next workshop. Honestly, we find that a lot of the questions are simply seeking validation. Is this normal? Am I normal? And we almost always get to say yes, unless it's green, in which case you need to see your doctor. (laughs) But let's pause for a moment. Wouldn't it be incredible if we adults could have a class like that? Wouldn't it be nourishing for our souls? Our whole lives can provide these safe spaces for any age group. We would learn about and think through topics that maybe we wouldn't want to discuss during coffee hour. (laughs) Though, if you find me in House and Hall, hit me up. But lots of us are a little more reserved. So, in order to continue offering these programs for our youth and to add the three adult programs, we need more facilitators. For the past decade, when I talk to parents in our orientations, I tell them, I'll facilitate OWL for your kids, and you can facilitate for mine. So I hope you'll consider helping us carry out our mission in this way by becoming an OWL facilitator or sending your kids. Good morning. Uh, I'm Isaac Raymond Ray. I've been coming to First UU since I was four and my parents heard there was free childcare. I'm currently in 10th grade, but I was in the 8th and 9th grade OWL group last year. Uh, OWL reinforces the first, third, and fifth principles of Unitarian Universalism. It reinforces the first principle of uniqueness by supporting everyone in finding their own individual choose-your-own-adventure type story rather than forcing everyone down a set path we are all expected to walk. 
It reinforces the third principle of helping ourselves and others learn by educating us on these critical topics that are difficult to learn on our own and often feel too taboo for us to ask questions about or even discuss, which could easily lead to misinformed and harmful choices. Uh, it also gives us space for us to learn about ourselves, our bodies, needs, and wants, of course, but also on a deeper level. It reinforces the fifth principle of everyone gets a say by creating a safe space to ask any question uh, without shame and by helping us all connect as peers. The activities in the classes made learning entertaining and interesting and kept us engaged. Like, who knew you could learn about the spread of STIs using red and yellow candies? Uh, <laughs> the candies were delicious, by the way. Uh, OWL isn't really entirely about sex ed. It's about sexuality, relationships, communication, and boundaries. It really lives up to its name, Our Whole Lives, by teaching a complete and rich curriculum. It gives us the information and education we need to make our own decisions based on our own self-knowledge. I found OWL to be a great experience, and I want more people to participate. In our first class, I didn't know many of the people in our OWL group, but I still felt like I belonged there. I felt safe with the facilitators, like I could ask any question, even if it felt stupid. One time I asked, if a man loves a male cat, does that make the man gay? Uh, the facilitator explained that that was an entirely different conversation. <laughs> and if I wanted, I could ask at the end of class or put it in the question box. I was just trying to be funny, but the facilitator didn't make me feel shamed or dumb. Uh, they redirected towards the topic at hand and moved on. Uh, hearing my peers talk about their experiences helped me feel validated in my own experiences. I didn't feel very connected to the church in the height of the pandemic and when we were online and even when we came back in person. Uh, so I think the most impactful thing about being in the OWL group was making friends uh, that led me to join the youth group. Uh, and now I get very upset if I can't come to church on Sunday. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to being in the OWL group for 10th through 12th graders next year, uh, hopefully without my mom or stepdad facilitating. <laughs> Thank you, Isaac and Amanda. And I'd like to invite Elizabeth up now. Morning. I'm Elizabeth Gray, a white, middle, 60s woman with short gray hair and a colorful scarf. And I'm a trained adult owl facilitator. And I'm curious, has anybody here taken adult owl? Just a couple hands. All right. Adult. <laughs> um, well, before I became a facilitator, back in 2009, along with my husband, Eugene, I participated in an adult owl class taught by Michael West and Barb Tuttle, both members of this church. Oprah Magazine sent a journalist to report on us since sex ed was apparently a thing and they wanted to write about it. When the article was published, and it was also online, I read the comments. 
I remember one disparaging remark. Why do adults have to meet in a church basement to learn about how to have sex? Well, I thought, first, we are in Texas, and we do not have a basement. (laughs) But indeed, why do adults, grown-ups, need to learn about sex? What do they not already know? Why are there three comprehensive adult owl curricula? Early adult, ages 18 to 35, adult, 36 to 50, and older adult for people over the age of 50. Young adults need accurate information. They're increasing their self-knowledge, and they need help with safety and strengthening their interpersonal skills. The adult curriculum uses values, communication, and spirituality as starting points. It builds an understanding of healthy sexual relationships, affirms diversity, and helps participants accept and honor their own sexuality throughout their lives. The older adult classes address sexuality with candor, sensitivity, and respect for older adults' wisdom and life experience. In other words, the adult owl classes meet participants where they are. How can I enjoy sex if I'm struggling with infertility and it feels like work, not pleasure? How do I manage being a parent and a sexual person? How do I enjoy sexuality if I've lost a breast to cancer? Can I feel sexually satisfied if I'm alone, if I don't have a partner? What happens to my sexuality if I or my partner no longer want the intimate activities we enjoyed in the past. Your sexuality does not end because you are alone, divorced, widowed, unwell, disabled, over 60, or just too tired tonight. (laughs) Sexuality is a part of who we all are at our core. It must be integrated into our spirituality because for you use, spirituality is about wholeness. And yes, back to that group in the church basement. When you take an adult owl class, you are very likely to learn something you didn't know. As an owl instructor, I never want to let an opportunity pass for us to learn about our sexuality. And here's an example. On the screen and in my hand, there is a picture of a pink object that looks vaguely like a modernistic sculpture of an orchid flower. Shout it out if you recognize what this is. That's right. It's an anatomically correct clitoris. Probably more detailed than what was in your high school biology textbook. (laughs) Sexuality. It really is our whole lives. Thank you. Thank you, Elizabeth. Wow. Weren't all of our speakers great? And they were so thorough. I, I, I don't know. I don't need that. Can't add that. They already talked about that. 
I wanted you to know about the great work that these folks are doing and how vital the OWL program is to our faith and to this church, the difference it makes for folks' human and spiritual development. I believe that OWL is one of our faiths and one of our church's greatest contributions to nourishing souls, transforming lives, and doing justice. And as your newly installed settled minister, I thank you. I wanted to emphasize, as so many of you already know who participate in our religious education programs, that OWL and our other great religious education programs are not something that just happens in that other area of the church back there. They are a part of this church. They are vital to us living out our values and our missions. So I wanted to bring OWL, and I want to keep bringing RE into the sanctuary and into the whole life of the church and vice versa. So I wanted you to hear about OWL today because it matters. It is integral to our faith. You know, sometimes we say that our children and youth are the future of our UU church and our faith. To that, I would add, they are also our UU faith and our church already, right now. I am so grateful for the work this church does in religious education, and I am bursting at the seams proud of our OWL program. They bring our faith alive, and they move it forward into the future about which we dream. And amen to that. Would you join me now in reading the words for extinguishing the chalice? We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we hold in our hearts until we are together again. As we go back out into our world today, may you be held by the love of this religious community throughout the moments of your daily lives. May you know peace, love, and joy until we gather again in this place that is sacred to us. May we experience the holy amidst all we encounter. May the congregation say amen, amen. and blessed be. blessed be. Go in peace. This is a production of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, go to our website at austinuu.org.